Welcome to the Florida Divorce Podcast, your source for the information you need to successfully get through your divorce and into the next exciting chapter of life. Now, here's your host, Attorney Scott Kalish. Hey everyone, my name is Scott Kalish. I am a divorce and family law attorney here in South Florida. Today, I want to talk to you about what is um, non-marital property and what you can expect to keep separate, what property you can expect to keep separate in your divorce. So let's jump right into it. So when I'm talking about dividing assets, what I'm talking about is what's called equitable distribution. Equitable distribution is the term that divorce attorneys use and judges use to describe the process of dividing marital assets. So Right at the outset, we have to recognize that before you can determine what assets are going to be divided, you have to determine you know what's marital and what's non-marital, right? Because in Florida, the judge is only going to, to divide marital assets, not separate non-marital property. So the first step is really identifying what's non-marital and what's marital. The property that goes into the marital bucket is going to be divided. The property that goes into the non-marital bucket will not be touched. That's not going to be divided. So I want to give you an idea. I want to give you a sense of what's going to be considered non-marital property so you can evaluate your own situation and determine what may be considered non-marital property and may be considered marital property. So let's get into the categories of non-marital property. So the first category I want to talk about is any asset acquired before the marriage is going to be non-marital property. Now, I want to give you a couple of examples so you can fully understand this. So let's say you get a rental property and it's paid off completely 100% before the marriage, right? So that's going to maintain its non-marital separate character during a divorce as long as you don't put your spouse's name on it, you know, during the marriage, right? So, you know, if you got a piece of property before the marriage, then it's probably going to be considered non-marital property if you end up getting a divorce, provided that you don't put your spouse's name on it, right? Because if you title the property um, in both yours and your spouse's name during the marriage, it's going to be argued that it was, you know, that you took a non-marital piece of property and you basically gifted it to your spouse. So that's something to just remember. The other aspect of this um, I want to touch briefly on is that let's say if you sold that non-marital rental property during the marriage and you bought another rental property down the street and you kept it in your name alone and you didn't use any other money to purchase this new property, right? Then there's a strong argument that that house is the new house that you bought during the marriage with the sale proceeds of the old house that you got before the marriage that new house is going to be non-marital property as well. So any assets purchased with the proceeds of a non-marital asset is also going to be a non-marital asset, assuming there's no mixture or combining of other uh, money, right, to purchase that new asset. So that's the first category. The second category I want to talk to you about is gifts. Gifts or inheritances during the marriage, right? So if you get a gift from a third person, right, someone other than your spouse during the marriage, that's going to be non-marital property as well. Also, provided that you don't decide to put your spouse's name on the asset, let's just say for purposes of an example, we'll use again because it's so easy, you know, a house, piece of real estate. You know, if you get a gift from, let's say, your parents 
during the marriage, your parents want to gift you a house, that's going to be non-marital unless you put your spouse's name on it as well. Also, inheritances. Um, if you get, let's say, $100,000 you know, as an inheritance during the marriage, that's also going to be non-marital as long as, again, you keep the money separate from your marital money and you don't put your spouse's name on the account. Then you know that money is also going to be separate non-marital money. Another category of non-marital money is income from non-marital assets, right? So let's say that you have the rental property that is completely paid off and it's non-marital because you got it and you paid it off before the marriage. The income you receive from that rental property each and every month is going to be non-marital provided that, number one, it's in a separate bank account with only your name on it, right? Or with someone else's name on it any other person's name on it other than your spouse, then it'll, it'll be considered uh, non-marital. And also, it cannot be relied upon. You can't be using it as income to really support the marriage, right? So if you're using that income to pay your wife's or your husband's car payment or paying for groceries for the house, then it can be argued that the income from that property is, or the income from, yeah, from that rental property can be considered uh, marital, right? And, and if you have an account with a bunch of money in it, and it came from the non-marital property, it can be argued that the income from that um, had been relied upon by the marriage, and now it's going to be marital money. So that's also something to be aware of. The last category I want to talk to you about is having non-marital property or designating property as non-marital by a valid written agreement. Okay, So this one is a little different. And I want to kind of give you an example of what I'm talking about here, right? So the example is this. Let's say during the marriage, a husband and wife decide to purchase a classic car. And let's say the classic car is worth $40,000. And let's say that because the husband, right, is savvy, he wants to keep the classic car in the event that there's a divorce. He has him and his wife, you know, they both go to attorneys and they both draw up a limited agreement that basically says, hey, in the event of divorce, I'm keeping the classic car. Husband keeps the classic car, a separate non-marital property, right? So wife has an attorney, husband has an attorney, and they execute this agreement that says, hey, you know, this classic car would otherwise be considered marital property because it was purchased with marital funds during the marriage, but we're going to treat it in the event of divorce as separate non-marital property. The husband is going to keep it as that so that it will not go into the pot, right? The marital pot of property to divide. So that's the last category of non-marital property that you should know about is if there's a valid written agreement entered into by the spouses, by the husband and wife to keep a certain piece of property separate, non-marital, then the law is going to recognize it as such and a judge will not put the piece of property in the pot, in the marital pot to divide. So that's essentially what you could expect to be kept non-marital in a divorce, right? So we're talking about assets really quickly, just to wrap up here, assets acquired before the marriage, um, a couple caveats there, like I just discussed, let's say, you know, third-party gifts or inheritances during the marriage, income from non-marital assets, and then if there's a written agreement that designates a certain piece of property as non-marital, then that's also going to be considered non-marital separate property. So that's essentially it. Thank you guys for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed it, please leave it a five-star review. And if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. If you ask me a question that I think 
other people could take away from, I will um, answer it on an upcoming podcast. So my email is scott at kjlawfla.com. Again, scott at kjlawfla.com. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Florida Divorce Podcast. To learn the 10 secrets behind every successful divorce, visit floridadivorcepodcast.com. If you'd like Scott's help in your divorce case, go to kjlawfla.com.